0: Verilum Sports. Hello again and welcome to Verilum Sport Podcasting, where everybody knows we love to champion the importance of local sport to our communities. I believe personally that in this challenging time that has an ever-increasing functionality and we are excited because we are just a matter of days away now from the return of the annual uh, Hearts uh, Coach Education Week, and to tell us all about it. Returning to Varum Sports, it is uh, one of the key officers that provide the uh, infrastructure for this, Chris Samways from the Heart Sports Partnership. Chris, good evening. How are you? Hi,
1: Tony. Yeah, great to have you here. Um, yeah, we're excited to talk about this exciting program coming kind of heaven.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's super exciting. And again, it's uh, a staple, isn't it, of our, our calendars. But again, challenging times has caused for adaptive mindsets. It's all virtual again this year round. Just uh, tell us a little bit about those challenges and how you guys have uh, been able to adapt, making sure that this exciting event will go on 2021.
1: Yeah, so coach education we've been sort of a pillar of a lot of our work in the past years. And I think I believe it's nearly sort of 10 years since its sort of initial sort of program started. So we're really keen to sort of make sure it happens in some capacity, and current situation as it be Um, it meant that we sort of made sure it was running virtual um, with a plan of potentially having things in person but obviously that's just not been possible so try and run it as best as possible to ensure that coaches can have that opportunity to get involved and be skilled.
0: Absolutely, get involved. I urge you to do just that. It's coming up the 15th to the 21st of February, so it's still time. And uh, what I love about this is, as I said in the kind of introduction here, I'm a massive believer and advocate of how important sport is at the grassroots level to our communities. And without coaches, there is nothing, is there, for our youngsters uh, to engage with. So just give us the overarching um, important role that coaches will play to the continued well-being both mentally physically and uh, spiritually of our youngsters Just give us an insight into how vital coaches are to sports here in Hertfordshire and of course across the country
1: yeah I think the importance of coaching and sport has been sort of brought to the sort of forefront recently um, one of the few things we're still able to do on our own at least um, and it's evidence that uh, having someone who's coaching your sport and being involved and motivating you encourage people to be more active. Um, So making sure that those people who are supporting young people, elderly people, um, all range of people to be more active, that vital, vital role of a coach is what's going to ensure that people stay active and are more motivated to bring others in and do a little bit more.
0: It is that inspiration that certain coaches provide isn't it? oftentimes will stay with you for life. And those values, irrespective of whether you're taking yourself through to the elite level sports kind of program, or if you're just doing it for fun and development, all these kind of core skills and values have a vital role in ourselves and our societies. Um, What I love about this, and please give me your insights here, is that this is open for coaches at all ends of their own stages in development, whether you're a seasoned veteran or even just considering getting into coaching. Give us an idea of just where it fits and is molded around each coach's kind of unique needs.
1: Yeah, so sort of our role within sort of supporting coaches is, Uh, We're not sort of a national governing body like sort of the FA and RFU. They provide the sort of coaching skills for individual sports. And then we try and provide some of this sort of um, softer skills, we call them, to try and support coaches to understand how to communicate better, to understand their athletes or participants and generally make sure that that environment that people are coming into to be, um, whether it's competitive sport or just um, participation in grassroots, is the best opportunity they have. So taking things from their best experience of when they're first joining to how do they um, think about people's mental health, how they reach out to new audiences. There's lots of different skills that uh, we sort of miss when coaches come into a sport. So making sure that we sort of give them as wide a breadth of skills that they can sort of pick and choose. Um, there might be some coaches that have a great option and they're really good coaches but can't quite reach out to their audience. There's other coaches who uh, perhaps need a little bit more support in trying to motivate the people who are in their sessions to be more active. So it's just recognizing and trying to provide as many different options to bring coaches the best opportunities.
0: That is so important, isn't it? Because again, at its root, coaching is essentially communication, isn't it? And I know some of the most important courses that are going to be available are going to really enrich those uh, type of soft skills. Talk to me a little bit about the important course to do with understanding young people from low socioeconomic groups and also I was always fascinated to appreciate that you've got this one in the program, understanding the unconscious biases that we may have.
1: Yeah, so the understandings of people from low socioeconomic groups is much uh, a sort of a street games course and they're sort of renowned for a lot of their work they do with um, sports that's not sort of recognized as sport it's sport that's done on your sort of doorstep so it doesn't have to be in the nicest facility it's just making sure that it's accessible for all and at the forefront that is exactly what sports should be so understanding some of the barriers that may um, be in the way of uh, young people who want to be active and I think a lot of them we just want not to be aware of them uh, if you're not in that situation, it's difficult to really understand. So giving people a picture of what some of the things might be stopping them from doing uh, and trying to connect with some of those people as well. So as much as you can sort of bring them in, if you're not the right person to try and engage with that per- um, those young people, then it makes it really difficult to try and keep them coming as well. So that's the idea of that and trying to give them the skills to really enrich their experience, not just to everyone, but some of those people who are disadvantaged as well. And the interesting thing around sort of the unconscious bias is um it's always it's never really been um sort of spoken about in coaching and it's something that sort of is in everything you do, yeah. Um the way you communicate with your athletes, the way you're marketing stuff, um, even like your choices of who's being played, um, all your sort of unconscious bias is playing a role in that. So trying to make people aware of what it is, some of the strategies to overcome that and try and make sure that everyone has an equal opportunity to be active and enjoy sports.
0: Such an important philosophy and I love that because again, that's the nature of it being unconscious. We all have them. I don't care who you are. And, uh, you know, if you are indeed unconscious of it, then it will just persist. So to provide strategies to become more mindful of these and to have better ways to communicate, ultimately enriching the uh, coaching experience, uh, both of the individuals who are participating. I think ultimately longer term, the coach him or herself is going to prove so, so vital. But Chris, Another thing that I think is really vital about this is because it is important, not just intrinsically, some of the great core skills that you're going to imbue our coaches with, but also to get some form of recognition. And I know an awful lot of courses on the, uh, or during the week, again, 15th, the twenty-first of Feb, come with the Chartered Institute uh, for the Management of Sport and Physical Activity (CIMSA) points. So you're going to get official accreditation for being involved here. Just give us an idea of what that means and what it could well mean for coaches, particularly maybe those who are really keen to take their coaching role very seriously, indeed.
1: Yeah. So Simsburn is a uh, sort of accredited body for sport and physical activity. And for a long time, we've not had an sort of accredited body to support the sector. Um, if you think about any sort of other sector, there's sort of a, a body that supports them, makes it a better place for everyone in it. Um, and we're really lucky to have a SIMSPA who are now sort of pushing sport physical activity sector forwards. Um, and it's given us the opportunity to make sure that it is seen as a profession. So when people are going on the courses that we're providing, and we've sort of been very active in making sure that they are. Since to are accredited um, it gives people a sense of they are sort of taking a step further into a profession and it gives them opportunities to take steps into careers and if they want to and it's it's not a thing that everyone wants to do it some people do it as a volunteer and they enjoy it but it's really important to make sure that if people do want to take it as a career opportunity then they have the good opportunity and understand what is a good course and it's sort of really embedded into. Uh, the key attributes which you know, are going to be sort of promised within that co- course.
0: I, I love that because it makes it a bit of a pathway and a journey as well, doesn't it? And people talk about that across, as you rightly identify, pretty much any other walk of life that you could care to think of. And for all too long, sport and coaching has kind of been ostracized from that so it's fantastic that that is available um again another thing that i think is utterly fantastic is that i know chris you've worked immensely hard behind the scenes not just yourself there but a wonderful team at the hsp because these things don't just happen by magic and you always work in conjunction with some great partners uh, you mentioned yourself, the FA. I think the Activity Alliance are involved. Um, I think um, UK Coaching Performance, Hertfordshire involved. Just give me an idea of any others I've missed and some of those key partnerships that you've cultivated that are really going to help make this a winning course.
1: Yeah, uh, the Coach Education Week is at heart, a sort of a collaborative um, event. Um, as much as we can put them courses and draw things together, it's about sort of drawing everyone's opportunities together to make sure that everyone has the best chance of finding quality courses to attend. Um, and trying to bring to light some of the great um, training providers that are out there, um, the likes of Performance Hearts. Um, they have a great audience with um, a lot of their local clubs. But trying to reach them out to a wider audience um, and like with a lot of the other sort of organizations that are in part of the week um, it's sort of expanding their sort of reach um, allowing them to sort of share a lot of their expertise that they have with working with elite athletes and drawing that down to grassroots sports as well um, so there's a lot of really good sort of good national um, training providers and a lot of lo- local training providers and it's trying to give them the sort of sense of going to a local level and the sort of local ones sort of expanding out to the rest of the county.
0: You guys are champions. It's, uh, people talk in terms of win-win, and I think you found some, and that's uh, very rare indeed. Um, we are massively behind this week uh, again. February the fifteenth to the twenty second. It's literally upon us now. Um, can you just uh, give us a further snapshot of some of the fantastic courses and uh, online learning opportunities that will be available during the week?
1: Yeah. So I think we sort of mentioned a few of the sort of the virtual courses which people join in, um, and that's sort of like a, an online classroom. Really, it's an opportunity to sort of listen to someone with expertise, but also learn from other people in the room. But there's also, we've sort of made people aware of some of the virtual and sort of e-learning opportunities that are there as well. So these might be done in your own time. They can do at any moment. And a lot of them are free as well. So this means it's a lot more accept- uh, accessible for anyone to uh, use as well. Um, we've also got some really exciting ones that have been launched recently around our sort of David Ray Memorial. Um, and that's sort of, a, sort of a key point of every sort of coach education week for the last few years and we're really fortunate to be able to um, feature Manisha Taylor in this. Um, She's got a really great background in um, from teaching to supporting her younger brother with mental health and it's a really great story but also she's got such great experience to share with people and the importance and how to really embed mental health in the way we coach and teach. Um, Then we've also got Rebecca Quinlan who's had experience with eating disorders and really sort of a keen advocate to to make sure that people understand some of the symptoms and um, signs of people who might have eating disorders and especially with certain sports um, it's more common and it's just trying to give people the sort of understanding that if they think they might come across something giving them the skills so there's more to coaching than the sport it's trying to make sure that people have a, a safe place to enjoy it as well
0: Safe, accessible sport for all is the mantra, and there's going to be so much wonderful uh, educational and core skills on offer throughout the week. Um, I love that you brought up the David uh, Ray uh, Memorial Event there because it was teased last time round, Chris. And I know that that is very, very vital. David Ray, of course, um from St. Albans played an ins- instrumental leading role in uh, coaching here in Hertfordshire in St. Albans in particular. Just again, reminders of the keynote speaker this year round for the David Ray Memorial.
1: Yeah, so it's Manisha Taylor, who's wildly sort of inspiring story. I think even from the conversations I've had with her sort of leading into the sort of uh, the session in the week. It's been so interesting to sort of hear a sort of experiences and understanding. So I'm really excited for everyone else to sort of hear about that as well.
0: I'll tell you what, Chris, I'm already super enthused. I know it's going to be a champion week. It's, as I say, coming up literally any minute now, the 15th through the 21st of February, just to correct myself, the dates again, 15th through the 21st of February, the annual Coach Educational Week here in Hertfordshire, done virtually this year. Chris, critically, how can we learn more? How can we engage and how can we still get involved with this fantastic week?
1: Yeah, so there's definitely still spaces available for people who want to attend but need to be quick. So if you want to check it out, then go to our website, which is sportinhearts.org.uk forward slash workforce forward slash CEW 2021.
0: Hit us up with that one more time,
1: please. Yeah, so the website is sportinhearts.org.uk forward slash workforce forward slash CEW 2021.
0: Chris, brilliant stuff. I tell you what, I know it's going to be awesome. Uh, I I want to wish you and everybody a fantastic um, Coach Educational Week. I want to salute you and everybody there at the the HSPC. We massively appreciate your phenomenal work that you do to champion community and grassroots sports. I truly believe it's vital, ever more vital in this time. So have a winning Champion Week, and thank you for uh, championing us with your time this evening. Much obliged. Thanks, Danny.